0: Hello, listener. I'm going to do a slightly different introduction than usual this week because we started off this recording session with a recap so there's no need to give you a recap twice. This is the last episode in this particular arc and I wanted to give you a quick heads up on how the schedule is going to work for the next few weeks. After this episode, we have a roundtable discussion episode going up next week, one week from today. Then one week after that, we have a one-shot episode going up. Full disclosure, we haven't cut the episode yet and if it winds up being a super long episode, we might split it into two episodes which would be released back to back one week apart either way normal episodes will resume on March 13th when you'll find out what Iroh and Fox were doing this whole time also there's a couple of quick content notes in the description an overarching one up front and then some more detailed ones with timestamps at the end of the show notes and we did the best we could editing out any sniffles but it is allergy season in Austin and they are brutal so please forgive anything that snuck through Alright, without further ado, let's meet back up with the gang and see how they handle their newfound knowledge. So, let's do a recap of the job so far. So far, what's happened is that um, a higher up at the Bindlepunks, the local anarchist collective named Lachelle, hired all of you to find Wyatt, a missing member of the Punks, who had gone undercover at Blair Metal to rile up the workers and try and get some workers' rights actions going. You visited his apartment, which was ransacked, and found some partially destroyed dossiers which mentioned both a Monty Amano and a Narvi. After that, you visited a bar that the metal workers tended to frequent, and Nancy talked to some of his former co-workers, found out that he was using the alias Newton, and that his manager's name was Merrill Warwick vex spoke to a dwarf named Tinlo, and then to narvi and then to bugsy and got clarification on what was going on which is basically that wyatt was selling plans from blair metal to narvi and that there are other groups of dwarves that are possibly working for blair metal as well and this might anger them it seems to have i mean it seems to have been a bad idea in general because it seems to have pretty soundly pissed off most of the other dwarves in one way or another so there are a bunch of dwarves that are angry at wyatt Nancy works some seer magic on the dossiers and sees through Wyatt's eyes that Monty Amano was another member of the punks that Wyatt did not previously know before starting at Blair Metal, and that Monty has been double-crossing the anarchists and selling information on them and their plans back to Blair Metal. She also sees a vision of the apartment being ransacked and now knows that it was ransacked by employees of Baldwin Feltz Co., which is the local uh, big corporate security firm. And those people, while ransacking the apartment, were talking about properties that Blair Metal has recently purchased, including a property that has an old warehouse on it that's going to be demolished and turned into high-end apartments. Charles visited the factory and talked to Meryl Warwick, who reacted very negatively to him mentioning Newton's name. And that brings us up to speed. Charles was on his way back to, I think everybody was on the way back to the speakeasy, except for Nancy, who was still there uh, doing like some trancy stuff in the secret back room. And I believe that takes us up to where we're at. Cool.
1: I don't know what to do now.
0: You were already on your way back to the speakeasy at the end of the last session, correct?
2: I I feel like what I remember was, is he, um, Charlie was already there and I was there and we were talking about our hangovers because I was drinking a Bloody Mary. Right. Yeah. Um, But then you split up. That was was, was before, okay.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we can just say that you all reconvene at the speakeasy in your back room and share information. I don't know if you want to do that scene in character, um, because I don't know how your characters would convey that information, but we can just do that. I mean, I
2: don't don't imagine that I would keep any information from them, so I don't think there's a reason for me to badly tell you what I did three weeks ago, you know? Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's fair. So... Make a plan. Okay,
2: so we all kind of figured out what we all figured out. That was really cool, the seeing through his eyes thing that you did, Fancy Nancy. Um, I'm
3: dumb I didn't think of it beforehand. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are we going to do Could've next? Could the whole trip to the bar. We know that there's
2: this factory that's going to be demolished, so that seems kind of time sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe we should head and do some snooping at this a factory the only thing is
0: that you do not know where the factory is at so that would be a good thing to investigate um but you'll have to figure out how you're going to find the exact location because nancy did not overhear them mentioning the exact location um they were referring to the uh the Goldwyn building or the Goldwyn warehouse that's that had been purchased by blair metal and was going to be destroyed okay although i guess if it does have a
2: name there's probably a chance you would know about it I'm thinking I'm going to secretly ask Bugsy. Okay. That works. Okay. So, um, hey, guys. I got to take a poo. Um, <laughs> I'll be back.
1: Did so. she get a lot of fiber?
3: <laughs> Apparently. I don't know. Maybe it's the drinking. Do you have a lot of poos with your drinking? Yeah, I, I
1: poo well, once a day. Oh, okay. Once a day? That's just awful. Once, just one good poo.
3: <laughs> that is not healthy for you. <laughs> It's really not. You,
1: should it po- not. you should poo at least three times a day. After no, you eat, you eat three times a day. Well, you, you know should poo after, after, after
3: you eat. You eat.
1: What? <laughs> That's, That's how your thing. digestive system. works That marks. is healthy. No. I don't
2: know if it's three times though. Yeah, yeah three times. Three times in a tiny
1: poop if you had you, a snack.
3: You should you should poo <laughs> thirty minutes to an hour after you eat. <laughs> oh no! Okay, That's, thirty minutes
2: seems too quick. Like I could barely get home in that time. <laughs>
3: I'm glad that we've stayed true to our brand of talking excessively <laughs> about bodily functions.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, I hang out with my six-year-old too much.
2: Um. Okay, Okay. so... So, um, I go and I walk towards the bathroom and then I look around, make sure no one's watching, and I walk out the back alley and I do my little whoop-whoop or whatever it was that I did to get Bugsy to come.
0: Yeah, it was just like a whistle. And he uh, pops out from behind a dumpster <laughs> and he's like... And he's like... <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> he just pops up.
2: Hi, hi, Vex. What you need today? I heard some. I heard some rumblings about a uh, Baldwin factory. Do you know where that is, or anybody that does know where that is? Can you give me any information? You know, I need it. Uh, yeah, go ahead and so uh, go ahead and roll for a research, which is
0: roll plus mind.
1: It's a factory in oh. which they make the Baldwin brothers.
2: That, that's like <laughs> super not good.
0: Um, it's a three. What happens with, uh, less than, with a fail on research is that I get to answer the question, but I also get to make a move, which is going to happen off screen. Retro. Retro. Uh, so, so he tells you also, um, just so that it's less confusing on the tape, I did not enunciate clearly, but I said Goldwyn, not Baldwin, um, which I picked out of the air without realizing that it was very similar phonetically to Baldwin, so...
1: It's been Goldwyn this whole time?
0: I've, I wrote down Baldwin. For the warehouse? No. Baldwin, Feltz & Co. is the name oh, of the company. Okay. When I was trying to come up with a name for the warehouse, I said Goldwyn. Uh, let's go ahead and change that to the Brooks warehouse, just because that's a lot easier to distinguish between. Okay. So he does tell you, um, he tells you like, where this warehouse is at and uh, gives you directions to it.
2: Okay, but what bad happens?
0: It's off screen. You don't know.
2: I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: going to try and be better about that because there were a couple of times when I was re-listening to the audio from our first sessions where I was like, I really should have moved harder on that. So, yes. So, something happens off screen that you don't know about, which I am going to make a note on. And uh, Bugsy is like, oh, yeah, the Brooks factory. Uh, Yeah, no, that's uh, it's uh, on the outskirts of
2: the warehouse the warehouse district on the uh, east side outskirts, just north of the river. Great, thanks to Bugsy, and I flip him a coin, and then I give him a hard candy, and then I give him a nuggie, and then I say, "See you later." You always helping me out. Well, thanks, Vex. You have a good one. Try not to drink too much. And then he runs away before you can backass. Little judgy ass. <laughs> whatever you. I. There's plenty of urchins out there that can give me information. Street urchins, not sea urchins. <laughs> On this episode of Serendipity City. Vex is a sandwich. <laughs> Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> so you go back inside
0: and I'm assuming, do you share your, your toilet epiphany with everyone?
2: Yes. <laughs> okay, so I come back and I'm like, I sit down and I'm like, guys, okay. I don't know what it is, but every time I go to the bathroom, I just really get some, like, I can think clearly. I can finally think clearly because I got all of this out of me. Oh, yeah. Um the brooks factory i have seen that before when i was doing a job for narvi um i think it is in on the east side of the factory district north of the river um i think that's a good place to start unless somebody else has some some ideas
1: no i feel incredibly useless right now
3: (laughs) all right so i i'm going to do foretellings also because it says at the beginning of any session of the session, I should roll this. So I'm going to roll my
0: spirit. Yes, that was one of the things that I caught. I should have made you roll for that last time. Sorry. Oh, yeah.
2: I need to...
3: I did roll for it. I did 11, and I wrote it down that I had 11 holds, but it only says that I can do um, bad things. Can I, like foretell that we have good
0: things happen, too? The way that move works can be used interestingly in the story. Like, it seems a little counterintuitive at first, but basically the way it works is that you say, I foresee this bad thing happening. So you could say, for example, and this is not the move that I just made, but if you were worried about it, you could say, I foresee that Baldwin, Feltz, and Co is sending, like, a hitman after us because they figured out that we're on their trail and this is what, and then, like, since you've predicted that, you can say, this is what I'm going to do to navigate around it and then you get an advantage. And I believe everyone in the group, you might wanna we might have to double check that, but I believe everyone in the group gets an advantage on roles that have to do with like avoiding that armed security guard or avoiding whatever bad thing. It
3: says during the session you can spin your hold to declare something terrible is about to happen. You and your allies take one plus ongoing to avoid the impending disaster. On a miss, you foresee the death of someone important to you and take a minus one roll to all rolls to prevent it. Yeah, so that just sounds very damning. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: and you might not want to do that prediction right now. You don't need to roll for it right now, but you might want to save the prediction for when things, That's I think it's meant to be invoked when things look fairly dire.
3: Yeah, it, it says that um, on a 10+, plus I have two holds, and then on a 7 to 9, I have one hold. Mm-hmm. And just during the session, it doesn't say that I have to uh, do it, like, right when I do it, but I do have to roll it at the beginning of yes, the session. yes. Dang it, six. But it's still, it's over it's ten.
2: Eleven. You can't get a nine on a six six-sided die.
3: I know, I'm dumb.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: math.
1: <Yeah. laughs> Who needs that it? Pesky math again.
0: Alright, so you have two hold on that and then Do I you- need a channel? Yeah, okay. So you can roll for a channeling.
2: I think I still have one hold from the last session. Would it just add to it? Because cool. it says the hold lasts until I spend it. Yeah, what I
0: was gonna say is we can roll for it now, and if you get like A better role like if you get if you get something that would be more than one um which would be anything higher than a seven then you can keep that going forward just because this is a new session basically i won't penalize you if you want to do channeling again and potentially get more of a hold okay Okay. yeah so um yeah just for the sake of getting things moving we can say that if you want to channel now you can if you want to channel later you can um and if you at any point when you channel it's just going to stack on top of the hold that you already have okay Eight. All right. So you take four hold because you have your, I'm assuming you have your baton on you, your wizard baton, well, <laughs> which sounds baton. much more whimsical than it actually is.
2: So four total or four plus one?
0: Um, four plus one. So you have a total of five hold right now. So you are basically an angry little wizard cannon that's ready to go. <gasps> um,
1: <laughs> that is frightening. <laughs>
0: Okay, on a seven to nine, you do have to choose one from the list, which is suffer one harm or take minus one ongoing until you rest. If you want to really game the rules, uh, you can rest right now before you head out or you can just take a rest before you go into any big action scene. It's up to
2: you. Let's game the rules. Okay, so I take one one minus one ongoing and then I take a little cat nap
0: you're like, all right, guys, I know where this is at, but I got to go take a nap. I got to sleep off this, uh, this laudanum.
3: Yeah. I got to sleep off my laudanum. <laughs> so that shit really took it out of me. I gotta go
0: take a nap. <laughs> all the physical exertion. <laughs> all right. So everybody's ready to go. It's later that afternoon. I'm assuming by this point, it's probably like what? Six, seven, six, seven, eight. I don't know. What sounds right to you? Four. Happy,
1: That's not. It's, it's, it's happy hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I don't know what time we
0: met
1: up. at the bar.
2: So
0: I, was, I,
1: I walked back from, yeah, you walked I thought we like, from, like, were there in all the, the way across
0: town. So I that walked would be like, town. yeah, that would be a several mile walk. So, yeah. and you left at three or three 30, I believe. So in the afternoon. So let's say that by the time that you get back, have this discussion, you talk to Bugsy and then you take a cat nap. It's probably like seven, eight does that sound? Okay. Light-ish? That's great.
1: The okay. taco shacks are opening up, like
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's the shitty
1: the shitty taco trucks in this shitty part of town.
2: <laughs> Which are usually the best ones.
1: Absolutely. They're so delicious. Greasy, mm, shitty.
2: Barbacoa.
0: Um we can't talk about we can't go off on a derail about barbacoa two two episodes.
3: Did this we is, do that last time? This is our time? podcast brand: <laughs> tacos and poop,
1: um, so. <laughs> and occasionally drugs, <laughs> and, occasionally
3: drugs. <laughs> and lots of drinking.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so okay, so All everybody's right, at right, the bar. Right, right. The place where this is at is like—is that close to the sacred grove? It's on the other side of the river.
2: Oh, okay. So
3: the- another motorcycle
0: montage. Yes, Ooh. another
2: motorcycle montage. No, I don't. I don't really feel like doing a montage this time.
1: Just kidding. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> I was like, wait, no. Like, well, who's going to do happen. the music? <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> um, who's 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 in the sidecar this time? Same seat?
1: No, I'll, I'll be behind you this time.
2: Sweet. Charles
0: almost died last time. <laughs> you drive across town. By the time you get to this warehouse, uh, it's well and truly dark. This is not in like the worst part of town, but it's in a not great part of town. It's... uh. This is an area on the outskirt of the Docks and Warehouse District that's starting to become like rapidly gentrified. Companies are buying these um, lots up and these warehouses and turning them into like cool shops for rich people or uh, condos or whatever. So, this lot, this warehouse is on a lot. Uh, it's is like a pretty good sized lot. The warehouse has a huge sliding door at the front. It looks like it was originally used. Um, I was going to say it looks like it was originally used for an industrial purpose. And then I realized halfway through that sentence that that is literally what warehouses are for. So <laughs> it has a huge um, sliding do- does work. it
1: slide
2: vertically
1: or you know uh, some warehouses are used for residential purposes?
2: That's fair. Yes, let's go with that. Um, Does it slide vertically or horizontally? Horizontally,
0: so it's like um, one of it's one of those doors that's like truck sized and that's basically like a big thing of sheet metal on rails. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about, like a uh, garage door. No, no, that goes up. This side one to goes side. side to side. Yes, this one goes <gasps> side to side. Oh, you
2: know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. like
1: a pocket door.
2: I don't know what that means, but does it matter? Okay. Don't have <laughs> doors. Pockets pockets don't have doors; they have flaps. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> so,
2: okay,
0: so you pull up. Do you pull up right up to the warehouse, or do you park far away and No, walk yeah, up?
2: we stop like a block away, and I stash my motorcycle like behind an old billboard. Kind of like you know, one would stash their time machine if they went back to the 1950s. We stash it behind
0: an old billboard that is advertising cigarettes, uh, which we all know are very bad for you now. And so I was I'm making sorry, a Back to the, the Future reference,
2: that... and as as not I... one of y'all got that. No, no, no I actually no. did.
0: I totally. I've never seen Back to the Future. So oh my! Oh, What's the... worse
3: as my husband. I quit.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm <quit laughs> done. This
3: game. Like, <laughs> we're all
2: throwing our stuff down. We're gone. Anyways, yeah, so I park my car behind, or my the motorcycle, like a block away, behind a billboard that's announcing a new subdivision, and there's flags coming down off of it, because that's what it is. I it took me a second to remember. Um, and then we walk around, and we, we're doing the, like, really elaborate t- toey thing. Oh, right. So, like, scooby-doo Scooby. Because where
1: we're going, we don't need roads.
2: Oh, exactly. God. Exactly. Is that another Back to the Future reference? Okay, you're going to have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the three-disc the three disc DVD uh, yeah. or Blu-ray. Exactly. Uh, I have it at home. Um, yeah, so, okay. Now, I think what I imagine is that there's probably, like, the warehouse is probably surrounded by, like, a gate or something.
0: Um, yeah, so there's, like, a shitty chain-link fence. I just realized that I used Evan's favorite adjective. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, there's a chain-link fence that is in some state of disrepair.
1: Ooh. <laughs> that
2: sounds so
0: much <laughs> That's better. Cool. That's
1: cool. <laughs> and it... It um, sounds shitty if, you, you know, that makes you feel better.
2: No. Not with the face you just gave me. It doesn't.
0: <laughs> so, uh, it's a chain-link fence. Um, there's, like, some barbed wire at the top, but it's that kind of barbed wire that, like, it's, like, that you could very easily get over it if you wanted to. And you can see that there are two guards both holding... Um, Oh, I guess they wouldn't be holding it. They have a flashlight in one hand, and you can see that they have a holster on their hips with a revolver in it, um, standing at the door.
2: Okay, so we have to get over the fence and then basically somehow sneak around the the guard or incapacitate him. Yes, there's two of them. Oh, two guards. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's see.
1: Who's gonna incapacitate the guards, or are we? We're not even gonna.
2: Okay, so I have oh. elementalism, so I think that. I want to conjure a very thick fog.
3: Okay, that sounds good. Uh, you got a roll for that, right? Um, and then and then Evan can go in with his glove I, I, and come up behind them in the fog so they don't see you at all and stun them.
1: You could just stun them. Yeah, that's great.
3: Okay. yeah, so elementalism.
1: Yeah, yes, it's one hold.
0: Yeah, okay. So mark that hold. Um, technically you're supposed to spend, you're supposed to use Unleash as well. Uh, but that's if you're that's like an attack and since you're using this in a more like cover way, you're not like hitting somebody with a lightning bolt. Um, I don't think that we need to roll for that. I don't that. even know what Unleash is. It's the physical attack, sorry. It's in the basic moves. It's in the it's in the set of sheets that I've like hoarded over here. Um because for the most part, the way that this game works is that you guys just tell me what you want to do, and I tell tell you what you want to roll. Um, but yeah, so for this one, you can just spend a hold, and let's say that like very thick fog suddenly converges
2: on this warehouse. So I pull out my baton, my double sided baton, and I go woof, and it comes out, and it's a you know full wizard staff, and I go whoosh whoosh baby, and boom, like this giant like very thick fog comes through that like you can't see like two feet in front of your face. And then I think I'm like, let's go. And so I think this is our point that we can, like, get through without actually having to harm the guards.
0: I agree. Uh, okay. Okay. So you will need to roll. I'm going to make you roll for something for sneaking past the guards. Um, But I'm going to give you advantage because I think that that's a compelling. Well, so I'm going to give you advantage. Um are you going to try and get through the front door, or are you going to, like, sneak around the building and investigate the perimeter? Also, how do you get through the chain link fence? I will say, at this it.
3: point, though, I, like, stop both of you, and I, like, go into full, I don't know if you have ever seen this Disney uh, thing of, like, That's So Raven, and she just, like, stops and <laughs> stares into the, and <laughs> <laughs> into the nothingness. and she's like... Y'all can't see my face at all, but it's like
1: a... Are you saying that you're befuddled by the thickness of the fog around no, you?
3: No, no, I, I trance. I, yeah, She's I go going into, into a, trance. a trance. You go into
1: a trance.
3: Yeah, so I just kind of like look off into... But I hold y'all back like to, hey guys, something's about to go on. And I, um, y'all hear me talk and I say, basically, we know we're being followed. And it's the Baldwin Corporation. We need to be careful. And then I come back and... And y'all are like, whoa! Um, and I'm only, I'm only saying that because they own the building, and after he went up, they could have put two and two together and like started following him. I could tell. I think we should investigate
2: rather than going straight through the front door. <clears throat> Do y'all agree with me? I don't want to say I'm. I'm not trying
3: to. So that was one of my holds.
1: Yeah, investigating is always a good idea. And That's what you're good for. Yeah, I investigate.
3: And we all get a, wanna, an ongoing plus it? one to your moves.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do though, right? Like, so I'm supposed to roll. Do I have an investigatory roll? Yeah. Oh, it's called it's called Snoop.
0: <laughs> your favorite move. You rolled. That's the night.
1: only thing I do.
0: <laughs> no, you've got another one, right?
1: I got so Snoop. You've got Snoop, and then
0: you've got did your homework and hard boiled, uh, which might come in handy. But yeah, Snoop is what's going to come in handy here.
1: So I guess of the options I have,
0: you have to roll for it,
1: right? But I'm okay. I'm just telling you what I'm trying to roll for, right? Is there what's one that's like what's the best, best way in and out? out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How did you memorize that? That's I, impressive. I, you, I, I listened
2: even, to the first episode like ten times. Oh, I don't even I don't think he was in. Oh, here I listened to it a lot of times.
1: I don't. I don't even know my own moves, and you know my moves. That's just, <laughs> I'm I got sick I'm moves. Impressed. She
3: has known you for like eleven years, Charlie. I can help him with two.
1: So I rolled a three, and on...
2: We can both give him plus two to get him up to seven. Yeah. Can you stack it like that? I roll with what? You roll with mine, so you actually, what you rolled
0: is a five. So to help him, to assist him, you need to roll plus links with him. You'll roll 2d6, and then you'll add plus two. Nine. Okay, so um, they add plus one to that, so that makes it a six.
2: And then you can also do that, Jennifer. Because we need to get it to a seven to get a partial success.
3: And That's my link, so I have five. Oh, that's not
0: a success. Uh. I failed. Okay, so let me see.
1: I don't know the best way in or out. Sorry.
2: But I think that if, if you fail, not only do you not know, but something bad happens. Right? Yes.
3: Oh, hey, but do we get a plus one to those rolls? Since <gasps> I foreshadowed something bad happening? Oh! You
2: know so what? So he has actually?
1: a six, and I gave him one, so he has seven. Yep, that's that's. that's Sorry. Right. Oh, oh my! Yeah, go us. team!
0: Go
2: team! All right, so
0: ask me your question.
1: Uh, what's the best way in?
0: Um, as you walk around it, you can see that there's the main entrance, which has, which has the two guard station in front of it. But as you walk around the back half of it, you can see that there are stairs leading up to a fire escape, which are completely off to the side. And in the fog, there is no way that they will be able to see you if you walk up from this angle and go up the stairs.
1: Hey, guys, just some fire escapes that we can use. If we come up from that angle and go up there, they won't see us because of the fog.
2: Let's get to step in.
3: <laughs>
1: Here comes the hot step, huh?
0: So you walk in, you walk up the stairs, and you walk in through the fire escape. And what you see is that there is a walkway that's sort of on the second level. This walkway stretches along the left side, whichever side of the room that you're on right now. It stretches along there, and then along the bottom of the room, like above the door. The door is right here in this sketch. There are some stairs in this corner of the room, and you see below you, this warehouse has been mostly cleared out. The only light that you can see is filtering through like some very high windows. Um, And you see that there is someone who is chained to a chair. Maybe not chained, that's a little dramatic. He is bound and gagged. Uh, He looks like somebody has beat the ever-loving crap out of him. There are two human guards standing on either side of him who are similarly outfitted as the people outside. And then there is something standing behind them that's a couple feet away, and it's in the dark, uh, and you can't really see what it is, but it is very big.
1: Is is this sexier than anyone else?
3: <laughs> it is. Kind, I'm, I'm a lot there. Bondage. Yeah, it's like on.
1: yeah. There's like two. Yeah. And there's someone dudes,
3: watching in right, the shadows, the, oh, and they yeah. just have
1: like they just have like collars with like <laughs> bow ties and no shirt. Like you know mean?
2: Also, gant masks for some reason. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, this is great. And like, I like how you're like chains. That's too much. But he's bound and gagged.
2: <laughs> yeah, you added gad, which made it, it feel worse than chains. <laughs> well, you no, know,
0: because I mean, chains are not a super practical <laughs> binding medium. Like chains. You know, there you it's hard to get super everything I say is just going to sound bad. Now, let's
2: <laughs> And then I just think one of continue. the guards has a cat of nine tails, <laughs> and the other one's holding a double-sided dildo.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So, how are we going to get down there? It's inside, so it's kind of hard for me to conjure any like any more elements.
1: I'm thinking we should just hang back and see how this unfolds. <laughs>
2: Actually, yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's let's see what happens over the next couple of minutes if there's any movement or anything, or are they just going to be sitting there doing the same stuff?
0: Um, the people inside are going to be sitting there doing the same stuff. How long do you wait? Like, are, are you talking like three to five minutes or like fifteen to
1: thirty? I'm thinking just like maybe a minute or two. Just yeah, kind of to five. Like, you don't know, just walk into a room and just like charge. Like no, you know what I mean? Yeah, Try no, that's fair.
0: What, I, I just want. I I needed some. Yeah, because
2: something's gonna happen in thirty minutes. Maybe. You
1: gonna go take a shit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did just eat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you wait a couple of
0: minutes, and um, the person that's bound and gagged, uh, who I'm assuming you, you've all figured out, this is Wyatt yes are we are we there i i'm there no, only because i've seen what he looks out. like
2: i had not at oh, all figured it out that's
0: a very good point so i'm assuming jennifer knows what he looks like um because of the visions so so she nudges us yeah like, she clues y'all in
3: hey hey guys so in my vision okay that's
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yo very- that's wyatt
2: That's quiet. That's wide as hell. (laughs) So, um, yeah, nothing's
0: happening. Um, Nobody's moving. The two guards that are standing there look vaguely bored. I would
2: like to use Veil to become invisible and run down there and figure out what that shadow is.
0: Okay, um, and you don't have to roll for that, right? Because
2: that's one of your spells. Mm -hmm. All right. So, So, again, I pull out my wizard staff, and I say, Boy, bye." And then I run down there and I check it out.
0: All right. So you go down the stairs. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for creeping on the stairs since you're invisible because it's a warehouse and I would presume it makes noises. So even if somebody hears a metal metallic creak or something, they're just going to assume it's the warehouse settling. So as you walk up, um, you see that this thing that is behind them. So as you walk up, you see that there is this um, creature that's made out of metal. Uh, You don't really have a word to describe it. It is like a solid seven feet or maybe more tall, like seven, seven and a half feet tall. It's like three to four feet wide. Um, You can see that there are glowing red symbols running in a line down from the top of its forehead to about where the solar plexus would be on its abdomen. Uh, It has some sort of geometric art deco flourishes that are framing the runes, and they kind of mimic um, humanoid musculature uh, on its arms. It's a mix of darker silver metals and bronzes. It's a couple different metals, uh, different kinds of metals. It has glowing red eyes that match the same color and hue as the runes, uh, and it has no mouth or nose. So is it like a golem?
1: I was going to say, is it like a golem? For sure, right? Like, it's an ultra, it's a mag metal golem. Me- mm. A mecha golem? I like that. I, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I had automaton down, but I like mecha golem as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, is it
2: a golem, though? It's like, you, what's the intent of this question? Like, well, I mean, because a golem is usually created by someone else. Um,.
1: I don't. I, I think. thought Gollum has like someone's spirit imbued within it.
2: It doesn't. Not necessarily. Not always. Okay, yeah. that's why
1: it wasn't X Files. All good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but then like in Troll Hunters, they they are just like spells.
1: Oh, um, oh, oh
2: right! Like yeah, you yeah. can take
3: mud but they're, and but mold they're basically mold a man they have to be created
2: it. and molded yeah. by someone else. And so there's probably another big bad behind there. Or do I have any way of telling that? I mean, basically from the runes, I should know that somebody like yeah. So
1: magically what I can tell smelted you, it into position.
0: Yeah, um, what I can tell you is that it does not. At first glance, you might have been able to mistake it for like a very large suit of armor. Um, but the fact that there is no mouth or nose, and that there is the light emanating from it, leads you to believe that it's like there's not. There isn't like a person inside this. Um, if there is something animated animating it, it's not like an actual literal person inside it. Um, and this is, it's very very gorgeously designed. It's a thing of beauty and craftsmanship, but it is also deeply unsettling to look at and kind of it's definitely yes definitely an uncanny valley sort of thing okay uh, i run back up the stairs hopefully before i
2: not visible anymore
0: yeah that makes sense to me i don't see it's like what two minutes or something it says a
2: few moments
0: yeah so i'm assuming like i think that that's enough time to get down a flight of stairs um walk across the room look at something for a couple of seconds and then i don't see any reason
2: okay cool Hey guys, there's a big ass metal metal person kind of thing in there, and um, it's glowing. So that makes me, and it has runes on it. So that makes me think that it's got some magic that's that's happening in there. Um,
1: Let me get this straight: there's a glowing metal person that we're likely gonna have to fight.
2: If we can find a way around it, but I don't I don't think we're gonna.
1: There's two sexy guards and a metal giant.
2: Maybe if Fancy Nancy can go turn the guards by flirting with them.
3: I randomly show up into a guarded (laughs) place and be like, hey guys! Is this the sex club?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then get captured
3: and y'all have to come and get me. That's great. Um, Okay, we need a plan then. Yeah,
1: this is going to be tough. So, Um, I think what we just... Okay, in my opinion, we're just going to probably have to like, let if we if we engage the two guards that are human first, then we can, you know... I mean, you can stun them. Right, yeah, we could maybe stun them, and then we can kind of, like, gang up on the metal guy.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I have a gun. Yeah, Vex has a gun. She also
0: has, I believe, three more hold for spells. All you have yeah. is the stun glove,
2: and... You have nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm useless at this point. I am stacked, dude.
0: I'm like yeah, a you
1: know, freaking warrior over here. Like I can't do shit. All right, um, well, then I'm I like, guess i like, like, the first. option
0: to take a gun. You chose your, your taser glove instead. You know,
1: I know, the power glove. I like it. Um, what about, I mean...
2: What if I just go down there and start screaming at him and waving a gun at him?
1: F- right, like take a hostage, like grab one by the neck and be like, I'll shoot him, give me the guy. Fuck.
3: I will say... Um, if I'm y'all going remember, to, we're being watched also, so they may know we're oh, here. Right. Um, right. To cause us. more trouble Son may not be smart.
0: I will say... Yeah, well, and what I would also say is that um something that your characters would know in World is that all of these people are from Baldwin, Felton Co., so these are like... These are corporate military. um Running at them and waving a gun is probably they're, they're not... They're a private okay. army. Okay. Yes. So they're not like,
2: just like... The mailroom clerk, they're like, watch this guy for a minute.
0: Yeah, no, these are, these, all of these are, like, trained operatives. Uh, So there are ways that you can get out of this, um, but running at them and waving a gun is probably not going to do it.
2: You know, I was probably going to try to save this for the metal guy, but, I mean, I could get some lightning going and, like...
1: So I, mm mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how this works, but I have this hardboil situation where it says, when you get into trouble while chasing down a lead, gain one, plus one armor... So I feel like I could, like, take one for the team and get, like, shot at or something while I swoop in for Wyatt. Wyatt. Wyatt.
0: What? <laughs> Wyatt. Wyatt. I- out of there, partner. My name is Wyatt.
1: Wyatt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, because, like, if I have plus one armor, I don't really understand how that works, but maybe I'll survive. I can limp out of there with the dude if you guys can maybe do a distraction situation and not get shot.
0: I'm going to do a quick review of the battle mechanics um, just so that you guys know how it works. So no, nobody starts with armor. You can add it through items over time. Uh, your move does grant you plus one armor. Uh, well, some people do start with armor. I guess I shouldn't say that, um, but none of you did. But your move does grant you plus one armor, which means that like, instead of taking two harm, you would take one harm. One harm is um, rough but blunt trauma, so that's like being hit with a fist or a baseball bat, which seem like two very different things, but they are classified as the same in this manual.
1: (laughs) Given the choice, (laughs) I'll take the blunt.
0: Yes, it is is blunt. Um, uh, Two harm is painful and obvious, so that's like a gunshot wound. So instead of um, taking a gunshot wound, you would get, instead of taking two harm, you would take one harm since you have one armor. Three harm is a bullet of point-blank range. Uh, Four harm is instant death for most people um so and that's if it's all in one go you all have um fi- the ability to take up to five harm uh and these people are wielding guns so what you're looking at here is like a two to three harm situation
1: okay so we get i could survive that right sh- you if i rolled, four yeah yeah. Or yeah five i can get five
0: you also you don't have to roll for hard-boiled um I believe you just take plus one armor going forward in the ensuing action if you decide to activate that. I don't think so. Um, you might review that, but I don't think on your character sheet that you have to roll for hard boiled. Yep. Nope. You don't have to roll for it. You just get to
1: activate it. So I think it's a good idea for me to activate that now. Hard boiled, activate. <laughs> does, does this feel like a boss fight to you? It, it's
2: a boss fight, right? Well, there are the mini bosses, and the the metal guy is going to be our 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 big boss.
1: Right. So I feel like. This is this just sort of like no avoiding the big boss.
2: No, but is it can we avoid the little boss long enough to like to where the, the little mini bosses so that we don't get too much harm then have to
1: go up against the big boss? Okay, so I really truly think that I could roll to zap the two humans and grab Wyatt while taking on fire, right? And then if y'all want to do something. With the metal guy.
2: I can stay up. I can stay up
3: on the top
1: uh-huh.
2: and give you cover with my revolver.
3: Yeah. I look around. Is there anything I could pick up for a weapon? Roll something. And based on
0: how good the roll is, um, you just do like 2d6 and I'll figure out. So that's a four. Um, there's some barbed wire over in a corner that you might be able to
3: throw at somebody to distract them. But like, it's not an actual weapon. i don't to pick it up and end up hurting myself. <laughs> so this is a
1: thing right where <laughs> also, vaccinations going you know
3: <laughs> that's true also
0: i will say just like a note as the dm especially especially since like you know evan's never played tabletop games before you don't have to fight them like there's i mean you you need to get wyatt like your mission objective is to get wyatt out of this warehouse but you if if you can find a way in the fiction to get away without having to go toe-to-toe with this um mecha golem i've like You can do that. You don't. This isn't like a video game where you have to fight the boss to progress. So you can also be thinking of potential ways to confuse and disorient them and just like grab Wyatt and run out. It's this is. I wish
2: I had teleport as one of my spells. (laughs) Mm.
1: I sure wish we had some like other characters that were around, like Arrow and Fox. It's a good day to die.
3: Is it, though? <laughs> is any day really a good day to die? Um,
1: if you've got allergies, maybe.
0: <laughs> I will also, if any of you want to roll for an assess, um, that can give you some questions, which might give you, uh, which is um, roll plus mind. That can give you some questions, which might give you some ideas for what to do. Nine. So you get to ask, you can, you can ask this right now or in the ensuing action. The, que- the list of questions are, what potential complication do I need to be wary of? What do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? How is blank vulnerable to me? How can I avoid trouble or hide here? What is my best way in, way out, way past? Where can I gain the most advantage? Who or what is my biggest threat in this situation? And who or what is in
2: control here? How many do I get? One. Do you need to see the list? No, I'm thinking, I think I need I want to, I want to ask what our advantage is.
1: Okay. All right. Well, okay. I feel like, I guess we're committed, right? Like it's just, it's just the three of us. We can make it if we try.
3: I mean, we've been in r- rougher situations,
2: right, guys? Yeah, we just got to figure out what to do. I mean, I'm all in for like, let's just go fucking balls out and try it.
1: Yeah, let's whip our dicks out.
2: <laughs> all right, so what do you do?
1: I think I think the best thing is a distraction. In a can any more of that fog?
2: Yes, I have three holds. Do I get? Did we get the plus one for my wizard staff? on that, though?
0: Yeah, because okay. you got three hold. You had five hold after rolling channeling again, because you got yeah. three hold,
2: plus one for the wizard staff, plus one from last game. From last game. Okay, um, so I think I'm going to try to, like... If we're not afraid of, like, drawing their attention... Because, like, I, there's not really anywhere to... It's a big open warehouse. We can't really sneak.
1: Right.
0: I will say, um just for the sake of the story, uh, if you uh extend your invisibility powers to someone that you're touching we can make that like an in-world thing where if you are touching someone when you use veil uh they are also invisible and let's just say the amount of time that you're invisible is reduced from like a couple of moments to like let's say like 60 seconds or something if that is something that you were interested in it's something that i thought if we could do
2: that then um i we can i mean she doesn't have to come with us but she you would be you would be more in danger down there and you don't really have here, any way yeah. to to so if we go down there and we position ourselves behind the guards and, and you, then we become un, we become visible we can you can stun him one with your power glove and I'll just shoot one in the head that's fatal right
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry i don't that's, want someone coming back like run. he was
2: stunned no he's got a bullet in his brain so here's what my plan was is so the way that they're positioned is we can get where we're behind them uh-huh. and then become vis- like I'll let go of you and then I'll shoot one and you stun the other. Uh-huh. So then the only thing there is the mecha Golem. we take Wyatt, we try to run out and then we just have to deal with the guards
1: on the outside.
3: Yeah which it is still foggy outside. How long does that last? and we could probably try to sneak past them.
2: It doesn't have a time limit on it.
3: So I
1: would say
2: like thirty to sixty minutes. And we've only been in here for like five. Yeah. Even though we've been discussing it for a lot longer. It should be, yeah. You
1: know what would be really dope if it's still there if open the door. If Nancy could get to the motorcycle and have it A running or like bring it closer or something. So we I don't know. We are being followed, right? So that could be a cool way to...
2: I'm afraid if she goes out by herself, she's going to get caught.
1: That's true. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. also what I
2: was saying. I was like, wait, guys. It's we, only a on. block away. Like, yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. We, you, we've already split up once. That's tempting fate.
2: Okay, let's see if we can do this plan and get out of there before the Mecha Golem has time to, like attack us. Nancy, what's your mind? 1. Okay. I was
0: going to say there is a role um there is a role that would be like sneaking. There's an act under pressure, but you if your mind is 1, you might not want to do that because if if it's a 10 plus, it's a total success, but if it's a 7 to 9, you stumble, hesitate or flinch and I get to offer you an outcome, hard bargain or ugly choice. So
3: yeah and uh, but we all do have a plus 1 in this situation at the moment cuz I Yes, that's true so it would be happening. plus 2 so that's up to you but as far as the sneaking goes well no i'm i'm concerned as uh vex just said uh about like if there's if i get caught or you know we do have other people military guys following us so
2: are they military or it's like corporate military like well um, i'm
3: talking the about, comparison- about the people
2: following us is that the same group? like i know it's the well, same why, company why would- but wouldn't it be more like a pi following us than like
0: i don't i don't see any reason that it wouldn't be someone who would be equally as dangerous like they might be more of a bounty hunter type character but it's still like the entire group is not people that you generally want to tangle with the yeah. entire
3: company so after this the guys i'm definitely getting a weapon though
2: <laughs> okay i think let, let's do this um Nancy, you leave the same way we came in and just wait at the bottom of the stairs in the fog, so you'll be
3: safe. Yeah, and then I'll meet up and I can help y'all with Wyatt when y'all get down. You'll hear us when
2: we come out because we'll have to do something with the guards if they notice us which we have to open the door so they're gonna notice us so when you hear that that's when you know we'll we'll pretty much be able to be like nancy get the fuck let's go you know yeah yeah um and then we so we go downstairs invisible we take out the guards we grab wyatt as fast as we can and we just bolt
1: that's the plan okay fuck
2: this is scary.
1: This is scary. Is it, there's but rolling just don't involved in this, right? Just
3: don't take any wood and nickels,
1: guys. So there's
0: no rolling involved to make it invisible. Um, I will make you each roll something uh, for blood, but, like, the thing with that is that I'm going to make you is roll... Is blood attacks? Yeah, it's, like, physical attacks. I'm going to make you roll for that, um, but also, like, for you, Nance, or for you, um, Vex, I'm going to make you roll with advantage because... Like, I have to make, you're supposed to roll for a physical attack, but also if you're trying to point, shoot someone from point blank behind them and you just became visible, like, there are not very many ways that that could go wrong for you, even if the person is a trained
2: operative. All right, let's, let's
0: do this. I've got
1: negative one blood.
2: I do too. This isn't good. Damn. Well, you'll both but, be rolling with advantage, so. Yeah. If and we've both got ne- plus one to rolls ongoing, so it'll basically come out as a plus one. It's
1: a wash. Oh, okay. Or a
2: wash. Yeah, a wash. Okay. All right. So let's go. Um I pull out my staff and I say Boy bye and I'm holding uh Charlie's hand and and we run down there. We get basically behind I from the the map that you made, I didn't know which way they're facing. Are they facing They're facing towards the front. Toward the main entrance. The door. Okay, so we're between them and the mecha mecha golem. Yes. Okay. And I let go, take my revolver, and I shoot the dude in the head. Do I roll?
0: Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll with
2: blood. Um, don't add
0: or subtract anything since, as we discussed, it's a wash. Nine! All right, cool. I mean, you can roll with advantage, and you can see if you uh, get better if you want. Seven. All right. Um, and now you roll.
1: So I become visible, and I'm like, what
2: the? <laughs> I that was the plan.
1: I know, but it's just amazing. Every time I see it, like, I even still, like, every time I see airplanes, I know how they work, but it just freaks me out. It's oh. amazing. <laughs> Um, so, uh, and I have, I have my glove cocked and loaded and I'm about to st- touch a dude. 11.
0: All right. Uh, so tell me, tell us about your glove. We haven't talked about this in fiction yet. Tell us about your glove, what it looks like in action and like where you found it, if you want, I don't know how much backstory you have on it or if he made it cause he is a tinkerer.
1: I didn't make it. It was a payment for fixing a clock that had some sort of sensitive value to a powerful person who gave me it in payment. And he said that I, he or she, I don't really remember. So that I might need it someday. The the thing is, it's a it's a leather glove. It's brown, and on the index finger and the um, middle finger, it's got these sort of brass contacts uh, that basically pull the life force from a person, and they momentarily faint and uh, go unconscious. I know that it momentarily pulls the life force from them because I was told that by the person who gave it to me, and I believe them because they're trustworthy.
0: Cool. So um that guy has fainted. The other guy um, is dead. Uh, the, Blew his brains out. <laughs> the guard that you touch, like basically his eyes roll back and he collapses in a pile on the floor. The other guy collapses in a bloody pile on the floor and Wyatt in his chair starts because two people just became visible and then murdered uh, the guards as far as he can tell uh, and is like moving around in his chair and don't freak, you,
2: don't freak out don't freak out Lachelle sent us we're here to get you we're here to rescue you we're on our, we're about to get out of here you just gotta stay with us dude all right
0: so you start on you ungag him and he's like he's like he he starts yelling kind of wordlessly and he's looking the giant metal automaton is moving towards you faster than you would think, uh, for something of that size. And he realizes he, he, he yells as he sees it moving. Uh, and then he realizes that he should not be yelling. Um, but you can hear some commotion outside as the guards start discussing what's going on. And the automaton is moving towards you, very quickly uh it was only like you know five feet behind you or something what do you do oh wait also um actually let's roll uh for act under pressure which is going to be plus mind um plus the plus one that jennifer six
2: somebody's got to help me out on this
0: one. Oh yeah well actually um uh why don't you roll evan because that makes sense in the fiction you are you are this is for untying him quickly
1: is this mind
0: yeah Yeah, well first first roll with links um both of you are going to have to roll act under pressure you can also roll links with each other so you right now roll 2d6 uh plus two
1: okay so i've got five seven
0: all right so that turns that into a seven which is a partial success um now you roll with mind This is basically rolling to see how well you're doing on tying him quickly while you have guards outside making a commotion and a giant, freaky metal thing.
1: I do have expert and dexterous hands.
0: Catch these hands.
1: I have a five plus two.
0: All right, plus one. So that's an eight. And then will you roll links for him as well? I think it makes sense to, even though it involves a lot of passing back and forth of the dice, I think it makes sense since you're helping each other. Six
2: (laughs) plus one. Do I get a plus one? Yeah, seven. All right. You actually
0: get a ten? Was that a nine total or a ten? Or an eight.
1: Shoot. You had an eight. I had an eight. Okay, right. So plus I'm two. Getting... Okay, ten, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I believe. I mean... All right, so you are doing extremely well. Vex, you're stumbling a little bit, and... So I just
2: take my hands off and let him finish the, the untying.
0: Okay. Uh, so you get him untied. He is not going to be able to run super fast. This guy has been like, I was going to say worked over, but that goes too well with our BDSM theme earlier. While
2: he's untying him, I turn around and I cast elementalism, which was, this one would be like zap, zap baby. Cause I'm going to try to lightning at the mecha golem and see what happens.
1: There's a thing though, right? With this indoor lightning bolt. So the thing is metal and we're in a metal building. I just think we're all going to get zaps. We're like a big,
2: we're in the middle of the concrete.
1: Oh, okay. This Yeah, I see. Yeah. This is a concrete floor.
0: You don't need to roll anything for elementalism, right? It says something about Unleash,
2: but I never saw what Unleash Oh, right. Um, so with that, you're going to roll with blood? It says, to conjure the element, strike out your ele- your enemies. Spend one hold to use Unleash with your magic as a weapon. Um, three harm close or two harm close area. Okay. So I just have to spend two hold, I think. No, it's just with the one hold. All right. Uh yeah, so that's
0: interesting because I would think that that would be blood, even though you're using. I mean, I think I would think that that would be spirit, um, even though you're using it because blood is like physical attacks. Go ahead and um, roll with spirit. Just uh, roll two d six plus spirit. Nine. Nine. Okay, I zap them.
2: Okay, a Nine. little bit.
0: You zap them. You zap it. Uh, but so, so okay. So tell me what the tell me what elementalism looks like. Like let's set the scene before I tell you what happens next.
2: Um. So I conjure a ball of lightning right above the head of the mecca golem, and then um, there's like several different lightning strikes that go down on its head and shoulders area.
0: Okay. Um. So it stops for a second. You see the electricity the electricity sort of dancing all over its body and then it kind of coagulates and it runs over to the runes and um, the light flashes briefly from red to blue and then it starts moving again towards you but did it take harm? I can't tell you that
1: so it changed from red to blue, did that mean it went from evil to good? like we just like flipped it, you know like
2: no,
0: it's
1: now like
2: it went back to red but was it good when it was blue? We don't know. It just flashed.
1: Oh, I see.
2: You said it the, the it focused on the... The runes. Yeah. So I think we need to do something with the runes. And the electricity seemed to have done something, but I don't know if it's... Like confusing.
1: a momentary effect?
2: Yeah, I don't know if it... So we need something to... We need your power glove.
1: You think? I mean, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to touch him. But also... Yeah. Oh, yeah, because like you gave it energy and it was like, ha but I can take energy away with the glove.
2: No. As far as I... Ex- that's not what I was saying.
1: Fuck. Who am I supposed to touch?
2: I'm saying if you... Because whenever the electricity was hitting on the runes is when it turned blue. Okay. So if we use your power glove and somehow affix it to that, maybe it'll like...
1: Like I could tape the glove to it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will I, I, like
2: we're getting past the point where
0: this makes sense to for the discussion to have happened in person too. So okay, but I, I like, still
1: I still think that like you should make Wyatt invisible. Okay, and run with him, and I'll run visible. I
2: can make us both invisible. I can I can make everyone invisible, right? As long as they're touching you for sixty seconds. Yeah, let's Red Rover this shit. Yeah, let's go. Okay,
1: can you roll for that?
2: I just have to take. I just use a hold. Oh, okay. All right, um, that's Look. what we're gonna do. Um, boy bye and I'm holding I'm holding hands with everyone and it's very sweet yeah so
0: um Wyatt is gonna need to be like a fireman carry between the two of you he is beat up um
2: do we go out the front door or do we go up the stairs and try to get out the side again I think we should do that
1: but then Nancy doesn't know which way we're going
2: we'll catch her at the bottom of the stairs oh that's where she's waiting she's outside waiting at the bottom of the stairs because I told her she would hear us when we come through the front door but if we go back up and we go down, I'm making just be. I can just
1: grab her <laughs> and be like, "Let's go." Yeah, well, I guess we need to go out the front door because we have like limited time, right? Of got invisibility, about sixty
2: seconds. Sixty seconds. Do you think that sixty seconds? I mean, but sixty seconds would get us up at least to the door.
1: And then we also have that fog sitch. And then once so we get outside, we have the fog.
0: I will say, like, as you guys, um, let's say either right before or right after you turn invisible, the front door is open and the two guards from outside walk in with guns with their guns drawn and ready um because at this point there has been enough commotion inside that they are not fucking
2: around okay well then let's sneak around them and run out the front door yeah
0: all right so i am going to uh make you roll for that just because of how much commotion there has been so um
2: i mean there is a person on the floor with his head there's
0: yeah, there there's so, so it looks
2: like they committed like a murder suicide. So both of you roll for mind. Six. You're gonna have to help me. Is All that what right. the plus is that with the plus one? I got a four plus one mind plus one. Yeah, you might wanna do that.
1: Okay, so I'm rolling for I'm rolling for links, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah, roll for um, which is plus two with Vex, I believe. That's eight. Alright, so you get to um take one forward, which makes it a seven. Uh
1: and now I rolled her mind. Yes. 12 plus 2, 14.
2: That's our first complete success. Aren't those like fun? Yeah, that's uh that's really good. So
3: Why do you have such good rolls, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not mad. <laughs> and
1: dexterous hands.
0: Okay, so the thing is, um, is that when it's a when you roll with an act under pressure and you get a seven and nine, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. So, um, Charles is over here, like, Vex trips, breaks contact, everybody becomes visible. Um, there's a couple of flickering moments. Charles, without breaking a sweat, like, hauls Wyatt around into, like, a full carry and breaks out in a sprint. And Charles gets away, okay. Um, Vex, you are going to take, uh, two harm, because one of the guards does, like get off a shot at you um which like let's say like you take it in the arm you don't you don't hit any um major organs or anything and then i'm assuming you also start running
2: yeah and i also yell nancy start the plane start the plane (laughs) okay come tell me you got the indiana jones reference yes Yes. okay thank god I feel very judged right now. You are very judged right now.
1: Okay, we nope. we do have a bit of a tiny little fucking problem now. Yeah,
3: yes. So.
0: Yeah, you now have two angry guards, both with guns out trying and firing, and a mecha golem that moves a lot faster than it looks,
2: um, all swiftly converging.
0: And on not you.
1: enough seats for all the asses.
3: Yes.
2: Uh just drape him over like put him like like Nancy's or you're in the sidecar, like basically he's gonna have to like sit kind of in your lap with his feet hanging off the side
1: okay that's cool Uh, yeah he can jam in there with me
2: and what are what do you do
0: nancy when you see what do you do when the doors you see the doors open and the other two guards go inside and then a couple seconds later you see charles hauling ass um
3: carrying wyatt like a backpack i'm like booking it after charles i'm like that was the cue i'm going (laughs) you know (laughs) all right so and you're a little bit behind them um I'm like, I'm running after you and I'm like, shit, but where's the Vex?
1: And I look over my shoulder and I'm like, <laughs> just run.
3: <laughs>
2: so I'm booking it. Uh, well, How I'm far back- behind am I? Um, not super far. Let's I'm say like six feet. But they can't see me in the fog.
3: Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but... Uh...
2: See, that's why we went out the front door is because there was fog. So once we yeah. get three feet in the fog, they can't see us.
0: Yeah, so you're behind them. I'm going to say... Um,
2: but we but know I, where we're going.
3: Yeah, I just I just didn't see her with Charlie. Is why I asked. You know, yes. like I saw yeah. him come out, and I immediately but you, start would, you running. You haven't even
2: seen him come out. Roll and
3: escape uh, to
0: see how you get away from this, uh, which is everyone needs to roll plus blood. No
3: five.
2: You have zero blood.
3: Yes. <laughs> we're all gonna die. <laughs> Great. I'm stumbling because I'm in heels. I'm gonna give
2: her links, <laughs> I guess. But even if I do links, it's only gonna be. That's not going to help.
3: If it's a plus five, yeah, like, it's not going to
0: bump it up to even a partial success.
2: All right, and then I'm going to do my escape. Six. Can you links me? I'll link Because that you. can actually get me to a partial success.
3: Where was that roll? Um, Ten, Twelve. <laughs>
2: Twelve. For All partial right. Partial rows. So that bumps you up to a seven? So we have a five, a seven. Let's see. I'm really good at these sixes getting bumped into sevens. <laughs>
3: Where was that good roll?
1: Okay, so I roll a three, then minus one? No, no, that's it's a wash, so yes. it's a three.
0: Oh, guys, guys. you dead. Um, okay, so you... Uh, let me figure out what to do with these failures. Um, uh, Vex... Okay, so you get to choose two of the following uh, out of... You suffer harm during your escape. You end up in another dangerous situation. You leave something important behind... So, there's something here that you owe someone a debt for your escape, which we're not using the debt mechanic, but if you can, if you want to figure out a way to like make something roughly like that work, uh, we can do that. And you have to pick two of those.
2: At what point of our escape is this happening? Like, when we're at the motorcycle or on the way this there? This is when you're on the way to the motorcycle. Well, I think I leave them behind might be the important thing I leave behind, huh? Since they failed?
1: <laughs> well... This is so weird because I was doing so well. I know. Like I'm just like booking it, like carrying the dude, not breaking a square, bit and then and then I just goofed. No, you get out into the fog and you lose your mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck, where am I even going? And you stumble.
1: Okay.
2: Logistics,
3: man. Logistics. Okay, so which two do you pick, Gloria? Let's I have pick
2: two? Yeah, you have to pick two of those. Like basically, here's the scene. I may not even see you because We only had about two to three feet of of visibility, and there's a whole yard in this factory. So at this point, when we're running out of the factory or the warehouse or whatever, you go the wrong way. Uh, So Vex makes
0: it to her motorcycle. Um, Let's say you, like, get grazed by another bullet. You're now at three harm. And you make it to the motorcycle, and then I'm assuming you're just, like, freaked
2: out and book it. I need to wait for a while and see if they get there. Okay. I mean, can I hear, like booming steps from, like... Like, would I be able to hear it when the Mecca...
0: Yeah, you would be able to hear it moving around. Um, You can hear gunshots. The guards are now, like,
2: wildly firing into the fog. Um, I'm going to make... I'm waiting around to see what happens and what I hear. If if it's... I may end up coming back for them. Like, I may end up coming back and figuring out what to do. Here's
0: what I'm going to present to you. If we want to do that, um, then how about we don't do that. You leave something important behind because I, I don't think it makes sense for Vex's character. Like you just said, you would wait. And if you're waiting, then like you're going to be hearing things, but also as you're waiting, um, it wasn't technically our escape cause they didn't escape. So I have to come back. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, well, as you're waiting, um, another, and this, you still have some hold, right, for magic?
2: I have two. I was going to channel again before I went back.
0: Okay. Well, as you're waiting, um, you see another person, like another person approaches you with their gun out. This person is dressed slightly different than the other ones, but is still wearing like the Baldwin Feltz Co. uniform. This is the like bounty hunter slash investigator that Nancy foresaw. Uh, what do you do? Okay, I hit him with some lightning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's how I thought that might go. All right. Uh yeah, so tell me what this looks like. Uh sa- similar to the the Mecha golem, it's a um a big ball of lightning above his head and then it's almost like a um a tesla coil. Have you ever seen oh, yeah. where they put you inside the tesla coil? It's scary. It's like that. There's <laughs> lightning all over. And I've never been to a rave. It was at some, like, oh, South okay. by I was party. Like, I was like, I, I like, like, have no idea on? what you're talking about I right now. I was never going to get it. Okay, go ahead. It, it was at a South by party that I saw. It. Um, Anyways, so it's like that. So, like, basically, there's, there's a ball of lightning at the top, and then there's just lightning going all up and down his body and frying his brain and killing him. Okay. Um, I don't know if it'll kill him, because I only get... It only does up to... How close am I?
0: I mean, let's say, like, four feet away. And then you can roll with spirit. Nine nine all right he gets so so with a seven and nine you're supposed to choose one from the list and the list is they inflict harm on you and you find yourself in a bad spot um i don't like i i think it just makes more sense that like he gets off a shot and maybe it grazes your shoulder or something and you're up to four harm now so you are not looking super hot i'm
2: going to die <laughs> you're killing me i'm sorry i'm no, literally you're, you're like
3: me you small. get grazed here and you get grazed there
1: here a graze, there a everywhere a graze, graze. <laughs>
3: you get a graze, and you get a yeah. graze. Everyone gets a graze. <laughs> Yay <laughs> for Oprah! We're oh for wait, well, you know we only get five, right? I know. I'm trying, but like these rules are hard. We're gonna have to start fudging some. Actually, stuff. Actually,
0: yeah. No, I'm just gonna fudge it because because I don't want anything i don't want i don't
2: if i'm gonna go back in for them i'm not gonna do it with one harm left like i'm gonna yeah. go i'm gonna yeah leave
0: so let's just say so let's yeah let's say you don't take any harm um just because
2: yeah like that's
1: he says a bad name to you and it hurts your feelings
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's literally un, like the fourth harm is under the the category critical yeah which means i wouldn't even be able to go back in there yeah
0: like you would be looking pretty rough like maybe that i mean It's also, well, it's also hard because it's, like, I'm supposed to give you harm, um, but, like, there's nothing less than one harm. So, it's, like, in the fiction, if you have, like, two bullet grazes and an arm wound, like, that's, I wouldn't think that that would be critical. Like, I'm sure you're not in super great shape, but,
2: like. That's the harm clock. I just figured it out. In Apocalypse World, the first three harm is one, but then, like, the last harm has, like, four different sections. So, you like, your last harm is, like. it's harder to die
0: yeah yeah no that's okay yeah so so that makes sense well i mean and it's just like i don't yeah like in the fiction i don't see so like he gets off a bullet but it just barely misses you this guy you don't know if he's dead or um just real crispy but he's not in a good way uh so you can hear back in the fog nancy and charles what happens to you two is that you run into each other all like scooby-doo-esque again and uh fall on the ground and out of the fog, you see the two guards approaching you with their guns trained on you. So you are both like currently prone. Wyatt is also with you, not in great shape. And you've got two guards with guns trained on you. And there is the mecha golem somewhere in the fog moving closer.
1: What do you do? I want to zap. I need to touch their feet with my, or their ankles probably. Cause I maybe need to get skin contact with this thing. I'm not sure but to be safe. I want to go for their ankles all right. Reach up under the, the cuffs of their, of their jeans. You know, the jeans are kind of worn because it's old and timey and it, they're shitty. That's what I'm getting at.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so
1: I need to roll, correct?
0: Yeah, you do need to roll. I'm trying to figure out what to make you roll. Assuming we survive this, uh, assuming everyone survives this, we're going to be leveling up at the end. I would suggest that you might want to
2: increase your blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You- Definitely
3: making um, a trip
1: to the blood bank.
2: Well, I think that like Iroh and Fox were kind of like they were the, they tanks, were the fighters, basically. and so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put mine in spirit. Yeah,
1: same. I've, I wanted to be like kind of like an information gatherer, fixer yeah. situation. Me too. Yeah. I put all I mine be a in spirit druid, because kind
2: of like in the background, like shooting off sparks and then like healing people, but it doesn't make sense. Now I'm the tank and I don't want to be the tank.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'd like to be more tank. Like
2: I understand how, how we wound up here. I'm just
0: teasing. You also might, I mean, you're going to get paid at the end of this. So you also might consider buying a gun Um,
1: (laughs) or a car
0: or a car. Although to be fair, like that, that will be a little different because both Iroh and Fox have cars at at the time of this, they're like off doing their own thing. Um, But they both have cars. So like on jobs after this, it will hopefully be a little easier to navigate. They don't usually leave you high and dry. I like my motorcycle. Fuck you guys.
3: I, I'm not mad about your, your motorcycle. Yeah, but I'm just I'm trying like... to think of logistics here. All
1: right. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, all right. So, yeah. Roll plus blood.
1: Give me the bones.
3: Have some bones. Throw them bones. We're always singing. Oh, hallelujah. Ten. <sighs> yes, boy. Whap, whap. Okay, so tell
0: me... <laughs> Tell me what this looks like in the fiction. Like, how do you, obviously you succeeded. Do they just like walk up and then suddenly they're on you? So they're at very close range and you just like do a swirl around on the ground and grab them before they realize what's going on or.
1: Uh Okay. So I got Nancy with me and Wyatt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I grab them. I grab both of them and like, kind of like draw them under me a little bit because I've got some, I've got plus one armor right now because that shit's been activated. And I'm just, and I can hear the steps coming, so I kind of like shove them sort of under me, and I'm just waiting until their feet come into view. See, I'm not going to be into view because they're tall, right? Right, And we've got two feet of visibility, and their heads are likely more than five feet above the ground. So I'm invisible, but their feet are not invisible to me as as they come close. So comfortably and slyly, I touch one, and touch the other, bloop, and they fall like rag dolls to the ground. And when they fall, I can see their faces, and they've got these like sort of happy, happy looks on their face because they're, they're dreaming peacefully. And then I, and then I grab my two, my two, and, and we should cohorts. grab their guns. Can we do that? Yeah, that's yes. a good idea.
0: Go ahead and do that. That makes sense in Let's the f- grab
1: their guns. Okay, let's grab their guns. But I'll, I'll grab why You grab their guns. I'll grab their guns. Yeah, yeah. just have a gun for each hand.
0: Yeah wheeling, All right. Dueling. You guys are back up. You can still hear the mecha droid um, swiftly approaching. I'm assuming
2: you just beat it back to the motorcycle.
3: Oh, yeah. We're, we're booking it. All right. Um, You are going to have to roll. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to um, roll for that.
2: Um, while all this is, is this going down after I got grazed or while I'm getting grazed? It's like about the same time. Well, I I I was going to try to channel before they get back. Do you think I'll have time? How long does it take to channel?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't, I didn't imagine it taking very long in the fiction. Um, you know, I imagined it as sort of like a, like three second meditative type thing. So yes. 10. Awesome.
2: So that's three.
0: That is. I'm at four Hold. All right. Um, you guys are going to need to roll with blood again for escape. You're going to need to roll for escape one more time. And you can assist each other. So
3: I got a um,
0: nine. All right, a nine. And you...
1: I'm going to roll for links with that, so we can maybe bump that up to a total success. Yeah. Uh, Nine.
0: All right, yeah, so um, that becomes a ten. And now you roll
3: for blood.
1: Eight.
0: All
3: right, now... And that's with your plus one.
0: No, no like, it, yeah. was, oh, it was a it minus one.
3: Her, oh, why does everyone have minus one? And I'm going to roll my links. I really like this. She's rolling her links.
2: Ooh. Ooh. 12. 12. Bitches. Plus two is 14.
0: All right. So I was going to make there be a downside since that's a partial success. But since that was a complete success and is the equivalent of a nat 20, I'm just going to go easy on you since you've kind of already been beat
3: to hell. And you and he just saved my life. So I'm like, Yeah. Go! Go, Charlie, go! Yeah. And my words of wisdom help him go faster.
0: (laughs) So you make it back to the motorcycle, okay? Everyone looks much worse for the wear. You get back to the motorcycle and you see Vex um, standing, I'm assuming standing next to it, catching her breath. Bleeding. Uh, Yeah. Bleeding. And there's something that smells like fried chicken hanging in the
2: air. Uh.
1: Oh, the guy.
2: body. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but I do want fried chicken now. Um, can we, is the droid still, or is the mecha golem still coming? Can we hear it? it you can hear it, and it's still following. Okay. I'm like, all right, this is going to be some high-speed bullshit, but Charlie, I need you to drive. Um, Nancy, you get in the sidecar with Wyatt, um, and I'm going to be turned backwards on the motorcycle with my hands up and my with my um, with my M5. staff ready to, like, fight him off while we're
1: gonna. Down the street. That sounds like a great plan.
2: Let's do it. I really hope somebody
0: does fan art of this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know how like possible it is to ride a motorcycle backwards, but I've got a sissy bar on the back to hold on to with one hand.
0: Y'all peel off um, as you. I'm assuming the fog is fairly localized, right? To like yeah. that lot, yeah. So you manage. You peel off as you peel off. You see the. Mecha Golem, um, running out of it's, it's picked up its speed, it's now at like a full tilt run and it's run out of the fog and it's chasing you. Did you want to fire something off at it? Okay, um, first, I
2: want to try doing um, one lightning bolt from my staff into one of the rooms.
0: Yeah, so so some, basically something basically the same thing as before happened. Um, it stops for a second. And, um, it's like, it seems like it's paralyzed for like just a second and then it jolts back to life and continues chasing you. And it does not seem to have taken like any noticeable damage. Uh, so now it's like, you guys, it's not going as fast as the motorcycle. Um, it can move at a pretty steady clip. This thing has a big leg span. Uh, but the fact that you made it stop, that's probably like, I'm going to say like a solid 30 or 40 feet behind you now
2: hmm i think that we need to get it up against some other metal and then lightning bolt it so it's like not grounded
1: you want to weld it to something else like with lightning yeah basically
2: no i'm just thinking like because i'm I'm thinking like so we need a continuous stream of lightning while we're thinking about it i shoot it in the head with the gun Mm -hmm. Um, i shoot it in the rune roll roll plus blood for that
0: uh nine it glances off it doesn't, like... It doesn't do anything? Yeah, it doesn't do anything. You Well, you didn't hit You didn't hit the rune. Like, your aim is slightly off because you were currently careening around on the back of a motorcycle, and it glances off the side of the head.
1: I'm doing the best I can to drive, but I don't usually drive, because <laughs> I'm usually drunk. I mean, drunk. I think it's
2: slightly easier with the sidecar, but now I, I don't know how... To, I don't know. It might tell me if I'm wrong, but unless you're turning, I think it helps keep you upright. Um, we're
1: going to cross the river on the way back, right?
2: Yeah, um, well, and also, like,
0: as you're moving, it's falling behind. Like, it's it hasn't stopped chasing you yet, but as you're moving, it's falling behind because it's not moving as fast as the motorcycle. And also, Vex was able to paralyze it for, like, a couple of seconds with the lightning. So, it's at this point, it's probably, like, 50 feet behind you. Like, it was 30 a couple of seconds ago, and now it's, like, 50 feet behind you. So, if you keep going, you'll probably lose it.
1: Yeah, you want to lose it? We could just take the long way home.
2: But then what's... What is-
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know how to beat this guy.
2: Like, what is, I want to beat it, because then it's just going to be terrorizing. I mean, it's not going to stop coming. Eventually, it will catch up with us, right?
1: I guess. I mean, if it's, like, somehow also good at smelling. It does not have
2: a nose. If y'all feel good about letting this giant metal monster loose on the town.
1: I want to beat it, but I think you're the only one that can beat it. I'm driving, so this is on you.
2: I mean you can keep firing stuff off at it. Um
0: it, it's going to keep following you, but I will tell you just like as the DM at some point it's going to stop following you. Like this um it's it it's it's I don't know how you would get this. Let's just it's Not a detective. It. Yeah, it's not a detective. Um this like let's just say that you would get this from your magical intuition from having seen similar sort of uh golems or whatever before. Like this thing is clearly taking orders from someone else. So like if you go if you if you like manage to lose it in the streets it's probably not going to it's not going to follow you back to the bar you don't know where it's going to go after that nor is
3: it going to go on a mind of its own well I've got three more hold so I want to keep
0: trying yeah I mean you can keep trying um I'm uh like you can I want to try
2: to figure out how to kill it because I feel like we're going to come up against another one sometime because just because we saved Wyatt doesn't mean that there's not this evil dude out there still yeah yeah, I mean you can keep trying. I'm gonna try to shoot it in the head again. All right, roll plus blood. Or shoot it in the 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 Runes. rune again. That's not it. That's two. I'm gonna uh, try it again. Okay. No, wait. No, am I gonna die
3: now? <laughs> well, uh, you're not nope, gonna. Die. You drop your gun. No,
0: um, there's gotta be. Well, yeah, that's a fail. That is the thing. Is that when you fail a roll, I get to um, do some kind of a move, which is like. Let's just say that time what happens is that you almost fall off the motorcycle.
1: You could drop your gun, though. Because I drop my, my got gun and more. then I grab
0: another one from her. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's say that's what you almost fall off the motorcycle. You drop your gun and then you're like, fuck it, and grab a gun from Nancy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now I have a better gun because a revolver kind of sucks. Now you got a military grade gun. All right. I'm going to um, try it again. All right. I, I want to hit it in the rune and see what happens.
1: To the rune, Alice. To the rune.
2: Five. Sorry, it was a six. Somebody link, give me a link. I handed you a gun.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, but also, um, just so, just so,
0: so on a seven to nine, technically what I'm supposed to do when you unleash with, uh, when you unleash is uh, like, if it's a partial success, I get to inflict harm on you or you find yourself in a bad spot. So that is something to keep in mind if you keep firing a gun
2: in this city uh the police are coming okay cool
1: that would be awesome the police are like oh there's a motorcycle gang on a motorcycle on a singular motorcycle and then there's a and then there's a and then there's a monster what do you, but what she has co- a gun yeah, and the- that's
2: against the law
1: yeah
2: okay i'm just gonna try i'm gonna try one more electric shock. and that one's with spirit seven
0: Yeah, basically the same thing as before. Um, it stops for slightly less time.
2: And you, um... Take a harm. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. I need to go see Dolores. I'm fucked up. I really need help.
1: I've been thinking about Dolores. You know.
2: You gotta get over her. She's not into you.
1: You don't know that. Also... (laughs) I kinda do. I mean that in the way that she needs to fix you up. And, uh, I could use a drink.
0: All right, uh, so... After the last lightning shock, um vex reels back and has like a bloody nose um i think i believe charles has taken some harm too uh why it just looks like crap so uh you shock it one last time and it kind of starts uh like it, it stutters uh and then like continues running but like you turn a corner and you lose it like it stops following you after it you turn that corner um you have no idea what happened to it you make it um Back across the bridge, you hear police sirens in the distance, but they never materialize uh, near you, thankfully. Uh, Yeah, so you pull back up in the bar and uh, tell me what this looks like as you uh, screech up to this bar.
2: Um, I'm like limping in and I'm bleeding from all of the grazings I got. Um, And like I've got a bloody nose. I want to have blood coming from my eyes for some reason, just from all of the like electricity and like power.
1: All the magical exertion.
2: Yes, and I walk through the front door, and I don't even stop. Like I just keep going because um, Dolores is in the back room, right?
0: Uh, so Dolores is the bartender, so she would see you as soon as you walked in. Let's say that like the speakeasy is uh, probably pretty bustling at this point because I imagine by now it's like it's probably close to midnight. And, um, and we would, say we but we go, would go, to...
2: go through the shop to but get to the bar. We would oh, probably yeah, go to... through the alley. I was going to say Why would we go we
3: through should... the shop? I, mean, oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I go I go through the alley, and I'm like literally like just holding on. To my like staff to stand up, and I'm like, Dolores, Dolores, help! Oh my God, what did you get into this time? There was like a giant silver dude, and I don't, I just need help. Help me out. I need, some, I need a drink, and I need some medical attention.
3: And like, yeah, I helped Wyatt in because he was on me. Um, I'm kind of limping a little bit because I had, I think I have like one harm from like, like a headache or a sprained ankle or something. Yeah, from- you've probably got like a sprained ankle. And running imagine. into you, yeah. Um, I imagine you're in a similar boat. Um. And so I'm just kind of limping and we bring White and We're like, we got, we got to get this guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like you, Vex and White are like the priorities for medical attention. Yeah, definitely. And then I'll get some ice for you and me. Do you have to roll yeah, for getting ice? Yeah. drinks.
3: We'll get <laughs> drinks too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I walked, I, could, <laughs> I get like a partial, you know, going to the refrigerator and I, <laughs> I slip on some ice and I stub my toe. He said, yeah, we're not. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm making fun of the you know the success of getting ice do I I successfully get ice for me and you yes, yes. okay just you checking
3: successfully get I don't know roll for it
2: <laughs> roll for ice <laughs> um while well, I'm like I think I'm basically like in and out of consciousness at this point yeah. she gets you guys cleaned up um she gives
0: everybody shots she gives you guys ice packs uh, Charles and Nancy get ice packs everybody gets shots um, and she sets to work doing some kind of like um, a combination of like magical and physical healing so you're getting like uh, you, get, you, you get your gunshot wound stitched um, but you also have like an herbal poultice mixed over it that like is glowing green when it goes on you and why it's getting a similar treatment.
1: So like Dolores is like everybody out of the bar and like everyone's like kind of like huh and then uh, Nancy has one gun left and she shoots it in the fucking air <laughs> And everyone's like ah, and the fucking bar and just I'm like, clears get the up. Fuck out,
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: Because you're the boss, bitch.
3: Listen, listen to the
2: lady.
1: <laughs> listen to the lady. See, in my head, Cannon
2: Dolores was the boss bitch, and she was like, "Everyone, get out!" And then, like, the regulars were like, "Fuck!" And they got out, and there was two, a few people left, and she's like, "Get the
1: fuck out of my bar." I like that too.
3: But I, so, also- so go chase yourselves, yeah, right now. So. Scram.
1: Yeah, scram.
3: <laughs> That's so. what go chase yourself means. Everybody's everybody's good. Nobody died. And I now have a new gun. <laughs> uh yeah,
0: so you get you get healed up. Um let's cut to Yeah, it's the next morning. Uh you guys have all like Dolores did up the back room to be sort of a weird sick bay. I guess if, if Charles and Nancy want to go home, they could, she did up the back room to be at like kind of a sick bay for Wyatt and uh, Vex. Uh, you got to sleep. Um, you wake up the next day and you're maybe not a hundred percent, but you're doing a lot better. And you guys, uh, Nancy and Charles are feeling much better. And um, Lachelle is there uh, to get Wyatt. Like let's just cut to like the next afternoon sometime. You're all back at the bar and she walks up and she sees Wyatt and like the first thing she does is like walk up to him, look him over to see how injured he is or not. Uh, Once she decides that he's not mortally wounded anymore, she slaps him across the face and starts laying into him about his dealings with Narby. And I'm not going to do two actors talking or two characters talking to each other because that's obnoxious. But it's basically a lot of like, ah, oh, you should know better than that. I know that you would. And he's like, I was just trying to get some money on the side. You know what it's like? And so they're sort of laying into each other. And after a couple minutes, minutes, she like takes a moment and calms down and she turns back to the rest of you and she goes, thank you. Thank you very much. I very much appreciate it. I would say that I hope it didn't bring you too much trouble, but I can tell by just reading the room that it did uh so i'll just say thank you and give you your money
2: and then we can get out of your hair
1: thank you too. okay
2: lady i almost fucking died and i know that you talked us down on price when we started but this was a lot more than just a missing person
1: yeah we fought a golem
2: <laughs> there's something else going on you need to tell us what you know to
0: be fair, all I knew was that it was a missing person. When well, it knows. You. Wyatt knows something. Yeah, then Wyatt needs to speak up. All right, so for that you're gonna need you're gonna need to roll. Um, so I will read you the two different moves that this could be, and whoever I guess it would be Vex, since Vex is asking the question. Um, you can tell me which one you think fits Vex's approach more. So the two different moves are figure someone out, which is a roll with mind. Um, you get one of the you get. On a 10 or more, you get two of the following questions. On a 7 to 9, you get one of the following questions. Um, Who's pulling your character's strings? What's your character's beef with blank? What's your character hoping to get from blank? How could I get your character to blank? What does your character worry might happen? How could I put your character in my debt? Um, The other one is a fast talk, which is a roll with heart, which is when you are trying to convince someone to do what you want with promises, lies, or bluster. Um, If you get a 7 to 9, they do what you want, um, but someone's going to find out and you don't know who that is on a 10 plus they do what they want
2: i guess i'll figure someone out all right roll plus mind 10 so you get two
0: of the following questions or some variant of them uh who's pulling your character strings what's your character's beef with blank what is your character hoping to get from blank how could i get your character to blank what does your character worry
2: might happen what does your character worry might happen Wyatt, wh- wh- you gotta know something you, there's something going on it's bigger than just this you need to tell me what do you worry is going to happen?
0: He like, so he takes it, he takes a minute and he kind of like looks off and he goes, well, he goes to be completely honest with you. Um, I'm worried about a lot of things right now. I'm worried about Monty, uh, telling Blair metal and, uh, gods know who else, what we've been doing and what we've been planning. I don't know how that's going to come down on us. I don't know how we're going to get, you know, how the Bindle punks are going to have to deal with that. Um, I'm also worried about. I don't know. I don't know what I like to be perfectly frank with you. I don't know what I stepped in with the dwarves, but the dwarves sure seemed to have a lot going on that I did not plan for, and I did, had no idea that just trying to make some money on the side was going to possibly contribute to getting me in this mess. Like to be totally frank with you, I have. I still. I have no idea who it was that uh, that was the reason that I wound up bound and gagged in that place. I thought it was Blair Metal, but. I don't know if the dwarves had something to do with it, too. And I just, like, I just want to
2: lay low for a little while. That's all I want. I mean, that's fair. I just, this is definitely bigger than you. And I just, there's something else coming. I can feel it. Feels like there's more
1: coming.
2: I don't speak Spanish.
1: He said there's a storm coming. (laughs) That's from the end of Terminator.
2: Okay. I haven't really watched the Terminator movies. Oh,
0: see, man. I've seen Terminator movies. I've seen a lot. all the Terminator movies, like many, many times. Anyways, okay, so they're great. I think actually, I think that's like a good place to completely end the scene. Like you say, you know, there's that exchange about the storm coming, and um, like why it kind of like shrugs and is like, I don't like for all i know you're right
2: everybody looks at each other and it fades out yeah it fades fades out
0: like it's everybody's kind of like (laughs) looking at each other fades out fades to black as dolores is bringing all of you more drinks and starts to check your bandages vex and uh yeah that scene that's the first uh that's the first arc Thanks for listening to the first arc of Serendipity City. Our players today were Evan Mora, Jennifer Alexander, and Gloria Walker. If you want to follow them on Instagram or Twitter, I've put links to those in the episode description along with mine. Our audio editor is Brendan Hutchins, and you can keep up with him at podcastadvocate.network. I also wanted to take a minute to talk about the namesake for one of the NPCs in this arc. When I was designing this mission for the team, I saw a post shared by one of my friends who also lives in Texas from a woman who lives in Denton and whose son, Wyatt, had recently committed suicide. He was 17 years old and he was a huge fan of D&D and other role-playing games, and his mom, Julie, asked that DMs around the world add NPCs named Wyatt into their games so that he could live on. As someone who has struggled throughout my life with mental illnesses, this really hit home for me, and I wanted to participate and include a note as to why. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're struggling yourself, I want to tell you that you matter. And if you need someone to listen to, please feel free to reach out to me. I know how hard it can be. And I've also included some community resources in the show notes. If you or someone you know are having a hard time right now and you need someone to talk to, there's the Crisis Text Line, the National Suicide Hotline, the Trevor Project, and the Trans Lifeline back to the rest of the show notes Uh, you can find the show on twitter facebook instagram or tumblr at the links in the description if you want sneak peeks behind the scenes content npcs named after you or other bonus stuff make sure to check out the patreon the link is in the description and it's also on our site which is at serendipitypod.com i've also put up some bonus show notes that have my maps and visual references for this episode in a public post at the patreon so if you want to see my inspiration for the mecha golems or uh, see my very basic warehouse maps head there And many thanks to patrons like Melody Burton for making it possible for me to spend more time on projects like this. Our next episode will go up next week, February 20th, and will be a roundtable discussion with me and the players. After that, we have a one-shot going up on the 27th before we jump into the next mission. If you're enjoying the show, please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes or telling a friend about us. That's how we find new listeners. Thanks again for listening, and have a great day. Rain, be nice to Bruce. He's your brother. My cat is being so loud.